Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Sunday morning, 9 to 11, is when we talk brand communication. So for the next two hours, that's what we're going to do. Advertising, PR, uh, issues in media, issues in journalism, as as you would see some of the campaigns, a report on the ASA, all of that coming up over the next two hours. You can communicate with me on air by calling into 0891 You have the option to SMS at 34701, and you can tweet at Ashraf Garda. If you are tweeting, use the hashtag media show it is by the way we often do this you can even start smsing now or tweeting just your your vote for for the ad of the week what would that be which which advert would get your choice or your vote for an ad of the week and tell me why as well you can do that right away talking about advertising what comes up now is really very very important in light of what's happened with the with the feed the child campaign i'm not getting into the nuts and bolts of that only but just extending the discussion around what's happened there by asking you the question how do adverts raise very important social issues very critical issues without without offending so on the one hand they raise these issues but to do that they have to get into spaces that uh, makes many people very very uncomfortable so how do they do that how do they get that balancing act we've got three guests to talk us through all of that chris gotts is the chief creative officer of ogilvy and mather in uh, chris good chatting to you once again hi Hello, Ashraf. How are you? Thank you for your time. Most appreciated. We also have on the line uh, Kolisa Deshana, who is the executive uh, creative director at Joe Public. Kolisa, good chatting to you as well. Hi. Hi. How are you doing, Ashraf? I'm very good. Thank you. And in studio with me is uh, Danette Breitenbach, who uh, freelances, freelances in this case in the field of mining, advertising, media, and, and marketing, former editor of Advantage Magazine. Danette, good chatting to you as well. Hi. Good morning. Thank, nice to be here. Thank you. Chris, let's start with you, Chris, because Ogilvin Mehta put together a an advert that, that's caused a few raw ray. Well, we'll chat to the ASA much later on in the show about the nuts and bolts of that, but but. Give me your thoughts based upon that question. How do adverts raise social issues without offending by explaining what happened with that particular advert? Yeah, I think are you starting? Is, um, oh, sorry. Um, when, you, when you are doing an ad for uh, an NGO or a social issue, Ashraf, obviously uh, they, they tend to be emotive issues as well. Um, you, you A lot of the time trying to, to raise consciousness and raise money for an organization. And... Um, I think that the subject matter, you know, that you're dealing with a lot of the time, um, you know, with social issues is is fairly incendiary. You know, whether you're doing a um, arrival life campaign, which talks about, you know, kind of um, uh, drinking and driving, or you know, people kind of losing relatives in, in an accident, or WWF, where you're talking about literally saving the earth, or in this case, uh, I ad for feed a child, where um, um, they do lots of work f- uh, f- with uh, for malnutrition and um, and feeding children who are suffering from malnutrition and um, and hunger in South Africa. Um, so the, the the ad that we put together um, they they surfaced a fact um, in the orig- in initial discussions, um, which was that um, in South Africa a lot of um, a lot of domestic animals and domestic pets are fed better than than some of the children who are living below the breadline um, and that really led us to the ad which is a, is a kind of very basic demonstration of uh, of that fact I think what's been very unfortunate and and um, obviously that, that goes down to some of the choices when we <laughs> that we made when we put together the ad that the the ad it has had the unintended consequence of of raising issues that that we never intended to raise, and and certainly deflected attention off 
feed a child and they battle to feed malnourished children in the country. Um, And it's really become more about the casting of the ad and the fact that we cast a a white woman feeding a a small black child. Um, And that's most unfortunate and obviously something that we've um, we've apologized Mm -hmm. for. So, so why, why have you apologized? I think that um, based on the feedback and the, and the negativity we were getting about the ad, I think that what we've done is we, we've apologized for any offense caused. And whether that was, it was never our, obviously never our intention to make an ad that was perceived to have racial connotations and that was going to offend people. And uh, although that wasn't our intention, I think that what we've become increasingly aware of <laughs> last week, because there has been a lot of attention on it, is that people have, for various reasons, and I think that we need to go back and look at the context, the South African context in which we we kind of dropped this ad, and understand that there are tensions and um, um, and polarizations at play that perhaps we didn't consider, and and whether we intended or not, people have felt a certain way about the ad, and we can't deny how they're feeling about the ad, and I think that for that we have apologised. Okay. Is, um, um, we've apologised for any offence caused um, by okay. the ad. Well, we'll get into more detail on that in a minute. We are chatting about uh, not just that feed the child ad, that's the hook really, but it's all about advertising in general where agencies, um, together with their partners, pick up very important social issues, like in this case feeding a child without without offending, because as the point made from Chris, you, to do that you appeared, you have to get into those spaces that are sort of ugly, that, are, that people don't like to hear, and they can often be very, very controversial. In fact, many may say they, they should be controversial. Now, the question is, how, how do you avoid that, Colisa, Deshana? What, what are your thoughts on this? Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's such an interesting topic, um, Ashraf, because I think, um, I definitely think that advertising has a role to play in addressing a lot of the social ills that we have in South Africa or in any country for that matter. And I think there's been some brilliant work that's been done um, from the industry. But I think as Chris was saying, and as you were saying, um, you know, sometimes when you deal with these issues, you're dealing with such sensitive subject matter that you you are going to get into spaces where, you know, um, it's uncomfortable. And I think, for instance, if we look at this particular example that's been put on the table, you know, from the first time that I consumed that piece of work, I must be very, very honest. I, um, I, 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 I understood where the agency was coming from, and I understood what the agency was trying to put across from an advertising point of view. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, unfortunately, as and 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 I think these are these are lessons that the agency has learned. If you listen to what um, what Chris was saying, the the biggest thing is that we have a, a specific context in South Africa a specific historical context that when you put out those kind of images, it very well sends out a message that you may perhaps have had no intention of of sending. And and, and that's where you get into the offensive space because of our particular yeah. racial context and okay. our racial that, history. That, that is, that now, is, was, yeah. Carry on, yeah. Yes. What was quite interesting, though, I must say, you know, I've been reading a lot on, on, this, on this particular advert. And it's quite interesting because, I mean, there's lots of arguments um, around this. 
um, I mean, um, I read one interesting argument, which was about the fact that if you consider the racial makeup of South Africa, then, you know, a lot of people are, are finding fault, even with the statistic, that um, that I think the statistic in the ad was that most domestic dogs are fed better than children. Um, um, uh, if you consider that fact, and if you consider the South African demographic, a lot of people actually felt that that couldn't be so, because the majority of dogs actually come from these poor areas, and the dog eat as poorly uh, as poorly as the children eat. Mm-hmm. But be that as it may, but be that as it may, what I found quite interesting is I remember reading somewhere that somebody said, you know, if you wanted to portray a dog, why not use a dog? And that to me goes fundamentally against what we do as creative people. I don't think the ad would have had. Need- any impact if you had just um, you know if, All right. if you just let me let me just put you on let me just way. put you on pause there do not you agree with that 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 last point that simply replacing not simply in fact replacing the child uh, who sort of mimicked a dog with an actual dog would uh, would not cause any controversy but it also would mean that it would have no impact it's interesting because i've also you know looked at the ad and and the thing is, I think this ad has been controversial for the wrong reasons and not the right reasons. Social Absolutely. commentary ads are often controversial, but that core message, and as Chris said, unfortunately that core message is gone, and that's what we should be discussing is that must be controversial. It must make people uncomfortable, make them aware of the issue. Instead, we're talking about sort of an element in the ad, which is the racial makeup, and that's what's caused the controversy, and that's unfortunate because you really want to highlight that there are children who are hungry in this country, because that's the kind of um, and and well, well, two things: that there are children who are hungry, and there are in many cases people who feed their dogs better than children. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, in many cases, maybe in many cases. Not, I mean, not their own children, of course. Let's get that right, but that other children, how they get fed. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I find that I'm not even sure about the dog thing because you know if you. If you were born in this country before democracy, you will know that um, you know when you had to carry a pass and you got stuck in a white suburb at night as a black person, um, often um, these people would stay in the so-called maids' quarters. They would be sheltered or hidden. Mm-hmm. And there was a word given for it, and I don't know what it is, but they would eat the dog food because they would be hungry. And unfortunately, the ad also reminded me of that. So there's a whole lot of things in this ad, elements that are a bit strange, and it's got to do with the child, the dog, and the the racial makeup. Okay. So someone's saying ill-considered advert completely missing the mark. I don't know whether uh, Chris Gotts, in spite of the apology, in fact, you, you'd agree with that. Because the, the key, you know, may, maybe give us some points here. The the point that, that Polisa made, uh, which is that if this advert was done in the same way in another country, uh, would it make less of, of an impact in terms of its controversy? It's very difficult to say. I mean, uh there has been some international response now, and I think that, um, um, you know, it, it, it's also, for the most part, been, been critical, but I think that the, the international response is based on the fact that the ad was made in South Africa and also <coughs> the, the, the journalists concerned are, are looking at the reaction that it's got here, so I think that they're covering the whole story. Um, but, but I, I don't know how it would, it would have landed elsewhere. Um, I do, what I do know, and I think that Danette's right, I think it's surfacing a whole bunch of in- issues that when we went and made the ad, we didn't see coming. And, you know, for that, you know, I was the creative director on the ad, so I need to take responsibility for mm-hmm. that. But, uh, but, I mean, let me tell you this. Myself growing up, and we're going back to this whole 
massive divide between black and white. I was acutely aware. And I mean, we used to actually say, look at how these, these white people look after their, their poodles. They, they love them more than they love us. I mean, I, I would say that. And, I, and I'm telling you, and I'm sure Lisa's listening and saying, I probably agree with you. I mean, isn't that the issue, Chris, which is what you've done? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think that that's the, uh, you know, we wanted to, you know, we wanted to create empathy. Um, and I suppose um, in order to create empathy for malnourished children in South Africa, we wanted to be provocative. Um, but I don't think that uh, we, um, we succeeded in being provocative in the right way. Um, funny enough, the ad did fly for two weeks. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and there was very little certainly very little comments and debates, and it flooded fairly extensively. And then uh, there were one or two stories in, in online media, and it was picked up, and I think that people watched it then um, through a different, well, certainly started watching it through a different uh, filter based on the criticism that it received in the press, and, and, and uh, really everything blew up after that. I mean, there's been a lot of comments about it in the press, um, and certainly some of it has been... Uh, you know, discussing the issues that you've come up with, which is, you know, perhaps there is a truth. And certainly we look at NGO advertising around the world, and for instance, I know in Britain, it's, it's considerably easier to, to raise money for, um, for NGOs that are attached to animal welfare than, than other NGOs, you know. Um, people are very happy to donate to, to well, animal welfare organizations and, and uh, feel sorry for animals. So, you know, I suppose there's an element of truth in that. And, and, and as you say, um, uh, that's, that's why we made the ad. It was, uh, it was a fact um, that we were given mm-hmm. by Feed a Child. Um, you know, Colisa uh, makes, a, makes a good point, which, and, and Tio Molefe wrote about it earlier in the week, which is that surely the vast majority or certainly the, a, a, a portion of the demographic of animals that are owned in this country are owned by poorer households. So is it true? I don't know. It was, it was a piece of information that we went on up front. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I guess, um, I guess you do have to provoke, but certainly if we had known the, uh, the storm of, of criticism that we would receive for this, and obviously it's been very negative for the clients and, you know, all we want to do is for them to, uh, increase their donations and be able to function as an organization and continue to do the good work that they're doing. And unfortunately, uh, the piece of communication I, I think has inhibit- inhibited that more than anything else. I mean, one of the observations that we've made, um, which I think is fairly valid, is um, there's been a lot of activism around this ad, and a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of controversy, obviously, because we are, a, a, to a certain extent, a racially polarized society, and, and uh, a white woman feeding a black child has, has, has certainly led to that controversy. Um, it's, it's, uh, it would be nice to see just as much activism around the, the cause itself, which is that, that there are a lot of children that go hungry in this country. Yeah, well, the question is, how, how then do you turn that around? 0891-104207. My name is Ashraf Garda. This is the media show. Every Sunday we do this. We talk brand uh, communications broadly and issues in media, j- marketing, journalism, advertising. You can comment on this. Quick, short, sharp calls if you have a view on this one. 0891-104207. Not just about the Feed the Child ad, but let me just emphasize that it's also just in general. Uh, looking at, at you know, uh, Agencies, therefore, courting very controversial issues uh, and, and to a large degree possibly playing on stereotypes. And how do they avoid that when you get uh, the type of negative feedback that they receive as a result of what's just happened here? That's the voice of Chris Gotts. Let me just bring in, before I get to the other callers, Colisa Deshana was the executive creative director at, at Joe Public. Colisa, let's just then talk about this broadly. I mean, th- doesn't this... Um, 
and you made the point at the very end of that first chat we had about about stunting creativity. Wouldn't this make uh, agencies like yourself and and the Ogilvies of the world, uh, you know, a lot more fearful of, of actually getting into that space and to the point where the creativity is stunted on one hand, and therefore the, the project in terms of this important type of project then doesn't get the message that it deserves. Ashraf, I'd probably say it shouldn't. I, 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 and and I think I made this point earlier. I think that creativity has such an important role to address these issues that I think you know quite often are are scary to get into just from a general society point of view. I, I mean, these are a lot of things that we'd rather walk away from or turn a blind eye to, and pretend they don't happen. And I think creativity has a huge role to play in terms of bringing these things to the center stage. I mean, um, I use an example. I mean, our own agency has been involved in a lot of this kind of work. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, we did a piece of communication where um, we brought in students who have to learn maths and science in English and yet are taught English in a second language. And we created a piece of communication where we tried to show how inadequate um, these students' comprehension of English are. And that was a very, very controversial piece of advertising, but I think it brought to the fore how important the issue of language is Mm -hmm. um, in terms of trying to, you know, to raise our metric pass rate. So I do think that we have to address these issues. I do think that at times we will run into these kind of controversies. And I think what's important is to learn from them um, and, and I think if you listen to someone like Chris Cox, if you look if you look at what they've put out this week, if you look at what the organization, the Feed a Child organization has put out, there's definitely responsibility that's been taken. There's been lessons that have been learned. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that should affect, um, you know, the bigger role that I think agencies should be playing in addressing all of these issues. Yeah, that's the issue, yeah, isn't it? That, that agencies, yeah. do, do, they, do they step out of that space or, or not? Uh, I'll get to some of the callers, uh, John, as well as uh, Kareem, in, in, a, in a second. Just to donate your thoughts on that. I mean, I, um, I must you know, can, can agencies operate raising important issues without playing on stereotypes? Um, I think they can. I mean, um, you're talking about creativity. I believe mm-hmm. they can. It's all about... Um, and I think it's very important that agencies do do it because, um, and I can't remember who actually said it earlier, but the thing is, as humans, we shy away from those issues. We don't want them in our living room. I'm happy to drive through the drive through at KFC and give my two rand, but I don't want to see the ad in my living room. And that's, you know, that's why it's so important that agencies take on these tough issues and make us sit up because the only way for people to take notice of these things that they don't want to see is to shock them into it, unfortunately. Okay. And, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But the point made that in this in South Africa being what it is, the issue of the, of the child being a black child changes it all. Well, Never mind the fact that the majority of poor children are black anyway. Yeah, we look, we can't the core message should have been that their children going hungry. That message has been lost because of certain elements that made up the ad. And that's what the controversy is around. So I think it's not that the ad is controversial. It's the makeup of the ad. Okay. Some say, can you imagine there's a white child there? Some say, well, that's just ridiculous. You're so off the mark. That is just crazy. Let's get some of the calls. Quick ones, uh, short and sharp, please. Hi, John. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Pleasure. I think it does play a part of develop our open-minded. Life is a learning curve, whether we like it or not, till our physical body is dying. It's unfortunately that you do get those people who say it's a race. But there was even whites who are still suffering under apartheid. Mm. 
and we can't get away with it. And today we are the unequal society. Okay, but we're not talking of today. I mean, the, the reality is we're talking in the majorities. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. talking uh, today also. And the reality is the majority of South Africans are poor, unemployed. Thank you. Okay, well, that, that's precisely the point, isn't it, that uh, that, that uh, Ogilvy has, has put out. Uh, Kareem on the line from uh, Durban. Let's just get to you. Sorry, Kareem. Just give me one second. Hi, Kareem. Well, Ashraf, how are you? Uh, thank you. Go ahead, yes. I want to enjoy your lovely show. Thank you so Ashraf, much. I want to just put a small input in the subject. You know, unfortunately, we are not healing, and unfortunately, the whole world is not healing. Everything about press and uh, media and journalists has become a problem. And I think that Journalists should, you know, I, I don't think they have in bad intentions when they, when they do something or print something. And this issue about what happened about the feeding the child has become a, a race card. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, unfortunately, South Africa is not healing. And I think every issue, unfortunately... So, so what, what, what would you have done? I mean, if you were the creative, it's actually it's not journalists, it's, it's advertising agencies. If you were, could give them input, you would have said what? Well, I would have said, feed the, you know, uh, whatever was said was not something that was derogatory to anybody. I mean, it didn't have any race tag to it. It was just an ad which is showing a child being fed. But I think the issue has become because they had put a white person feeding a black child. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong because we are living in this country, unfortunately, for the last 20 years, and we're talking of healing. We're not healing. We are, we are still, everything is a race card issue. And okay. I think it's very, very sad that the legacy of the late master Nelson Mandela and, you know, they're having this next uh, celebration for him will have no effect on us because, you know, we're we, we just not healing. Okay. There's no reconciliation. All right, let's, let's I mean, move on. You look at Ed, you look at the ad about the, 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 the okay. parole for um, uh, Darby Lewis and all that. All right. It became I, a big Okay, problem. thanks, Karim. Got that. Thanks thanks for those uh, okay. comments, right? Someone's saying, offensive in any country, indefensible, no-brainer by idiots. Now, the, the earlier call you referred to shock treatment. In fact, we're going to a person called a shock, ironically. Uh, let's get your thoughts high. A shock high. We've, I think we have lost you. All right. We've got about uh, two or three minutes to go. There's some people tweeting as well. I'll try and pick that up. Uh, Chris, Chris got something. Mean, let's just, you know, to pick up on that, that point that we said earlier on. I mean, surely advertising agencies will pick up, you know, issues like this. You, you, you have to play on stereotypes. You have to get into current affairs issues. If you don't, you then render those campaigns irrelevant, isn't it? Chris? Okay, we may have lost Chris. Just for, let me just see if I can get Chris back uh, on the line. Uh, Chris, do you ha are you there? Yes, I am. Okay. Did, did you hear what I said? I said, you know, can, can you operate and, and push a message without playing on stereotypes at all? Sorry, Ashraf. Okay, we'll try, we'll try and connect with that. Maybe we've got about a minute to go. I'll tell you what, uh, Janine Hills uh, is coming up after 9.30. We're looking at a very important issue, you know, uh, in, in terms of press conferences, are they are they overrated? We'll get answers around that in in a few minutes' time. Uh, Donet, your your thoughts? I mean, what, what's the key lesson for the future from this from this type of issue? What's come out of it? Um, I think the key lesson is, <laughs> I suppose you've got to look at all the elements that make up an ad, and make sure that they are in context and be sensitive to the the realities of the country you you're going to release the ad in. Um, and look at how that core message, you know, is the core message being carried across. A good ad will always be a good ad, whether it's for an NGO, whether it's shocking or not. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, a, and an ad where you want to get a lot of attention and you're going to follow this route, you will have controversy. Just make sure it's there for the right reason. And, and we've often seen it. Look at the ad with Charlize Theron those years ago, Real Men Don't Rape. 
Um, and there's there's a lots of examples. Once you go on and you have a look, there's um, even the Autism Association had an ad where they said autism is of, of violent people. People of autism are violent people, and they withdrew it. Um, but their statement, I think, actually says it all. They withdrew it, but they said that they've tried to do nice ads, pretty pictures. People aren't interested. You have to. Absolutely. Some issues just have to shock Indeed. people. Okay, let, let, let's then wrap up. Colisa Deshaun, just from uh, Joe Public. Uh, I mean, w- w- the net result of, of what's happened and the and the outcry, the sort of race outcry over the Feed the Child campaign, w- would that then push agencies, not just uh, Ogilvy, you can't speak on behalf of them, of course, but just push agencies into a position where they want to play it safer, which goes against the grain? I think, I think it will make um, agencies more aware. And this is a point that I think I have to stress, Ashraf. I think, you know, I think agencies exist with uh, exist within a society, and the duty to listen to the society. And that's why, for me, the outcry that has happened around this um, this advert is a reality check. I think not only to agencies but to South Africans as well, because I think it is a reflection of where we are as a society. There's certain things that invoke certain emotions that are completely related to where we come from. And as much as we think we are over those things, clearly we are not. And those are things that we have to be aware of. So to answer your question, I think it it, it definitely gives us more tick boxes to check. Um, But I would never use the word safe because I don't believe that agencies are here to be safe. Mm, mm, But mm. at the same time, I also don't believe that agencies should be controversial for the sake of controversy. I think it is about the cause, and I think it is about raising the issues, but I think it is about doing it in a way that is pertinent but responsible at the same time. There's an SMS for me. The problem was not the race of the child. It was because the child was being fed like a dog. Would they have fed the child in the same manner if he was white? That was the insulting part about the ad. It It does insult African people in the manner it was presented comes from younger in, in Cape Town. Okay, Chris, hopefully we've got you back on the line. If yes. so, just, just one final, you know, one final thought, one final takeout that has emerged from this from, from this issue. Well, I think that the the overall conversation, which is is really about, you know, sh- should we tr- should we attempt to to um, you know dealing with with sensitive subjects that that go into sensitive spaces. I think that there's. There's two points, and I think that Colisha uh, uh, has ra- has raised one of them, which is that um, perhaps in in going into the sad and making the sad, I think that our awareness of where we are and where we were as a country um, was ne- was not necessarily bang on context. So you know, I certainly personally had to make a decision about you know whether people were ready to see these kind of images. Clearly, they weren't, and that was a mistake, and that's something that we've apologised for. Um, however, I don't think that we need to shy away from showing controversial and certainly disturbing images in order to provoke a reaction. I think that we need to to remember that, especially when we're dealing with with, with these kind of issues, um, and 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 colleagues have uh, spoke about the language issue uh, and demonstrating the ineff- the ineffectiveness of English as a mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. language as a teaching language in this country. Um, I, th- I think that in order to make our point. We sometimes do need to, we do need to get people to really sit up and go, oh wow, okay, right, I'm really moved by that, and then moving them, um, move them into some kind of action or reaction, because that's really what we're trying to do. So, I think it would be terrible if, as a result of this, um, we held back in in um, the bravery of our messaging. Yeah, good point. Get it wrong well, 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 th- that's uh, well, that's. 
Yeah, yeah that, that's a good I point. Let's let's leave it at that. Uh, Chris, let's leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, and appreciate your input from Kalisa Deoshana from Joe Public, as well as uh, Danette Breitenbach. Appreciate your input as well. I think the interesting part about this, in outside this issue of the row and what is the, the race of the child, uh, in terms of feeding the child and, and the fact that there are thousands of children who go hungry every single day. Am I more aware of it today than I was last week? Well, obviously, yes. Lots more to come. We're going to chat about press conferences. Are, are they relevant? To, you know, are they sort of a spent force? Janine Hills from uh, Vuma Reputation will give us her input right after this.